por ahí Moviendo sus caderas Pone mi corazón a mil Una mujer discreta No dice lo que hace por Welcome to Living Inside the Hive, everyone We are so excited to be here with all of you And as you know, we start every podcast Thanking you for choosing to spend your time with us I'm one of your hosts, G is in the letter G With the, uh, your other two hosts, Vera and Jean Hey Cheers. listeners, hey everybody Woo! Hey everybody Cheers to another episode and to living big as usual, because life is short. Yay! I agree. I agree as well. All right, we have a great episode today. Today, we are, we will be talking about one of the topics that Oprah Magazine reported on, and they titled it, Five Online Dating Tips Women Need to Live By. So we're going to be talking about that. Ah, what do you I'm guys think about that? that? I'm ready but... for it. Agreed, agreed. I need more than that. <laughs> we'll stick with the five. That's fine. That's right. We'll stick with five, five. for now. Fine. And then, you know, as we move on. But yes, I'm excited about that as well. And as usual, we have the Bubble Diaries. And of course, we have our segment for Red Flags and Deal Breakers. But as you know, we start every show with Celebrity Couples. So we will turn it over to Vera. All right, listeners. This week's Celebrity couple is Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Oh, I like them. They're so cute, they right? They are so, super cute. If y'all don't know, um, they have been married for six years now, all right? Um, Dwayne Wade did have three children from his prior. And let me tell you, if y'all don't know how he um, proposed to Gabrielle Union, she didn't have any children, it was so cute. Each of his kids had like a little sign like when you marry me. It was wow. so cute. Yeah, was, I didn't know that. Yes, and they have a kid of their own. So all together, they have four children. So there's a couple of things that I wanted to um, talk about regarding their relationship advice and how they're where they're at now. And it's pretty interesting. So according to Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, the best relationship has been not to listen to advice. Isn't wow. that crazy? Yes. Not to really. Yes. So. They say, stop listening to people who have failed miserably at relationships as they offer relationship advice. That's the first thing Gabrielle Union said. Second, my perfect relationship isn't the next person's. Stop comparing your life, your love, your marriage. Everyone doesn't have to match for it to be real, amazing, and beautiful. It only needs to be to you. Okay. That's a good point. So that was one good point that uh, they both bring up. Because don't you guys think sometimes people think, but we always talk about this, that the grass is green on the other side. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what she's kind of referring to? Well, and uh, and also we think like, I mean, and, I, and, and I'll be honest, I mean, I'll look at like my friends with like a boyfriend or my friends that are married and I'm like, oh, well, I, I want to, you know. I, and I think that's what she's talking I about right there. I want to be like that. Oh. They mm-hmm. look perfect and right. we don't know what goes on at their house. Right. You know, exactly. and so I'm wanting to be or wishing to be like them. And I don't know that that's, you know, what I want. Exactly. I don't even know what's going on. Right. So, so quit comparing. So if you do compare your marriage or your relationship to the next door neighbor, you're going to find something wrong with yours. But you have no clue what's going on in their relationship. I agree with that. So if you continue to do that and say, oh, well, look, at he's always watering the grass. He's oh, And my husband doesn't. Don't compare it. You don't know what's going on. You don't know their schedule. You don't know what their agreements are. Stick to you and your And definitely, marriage. I mean, I will add on this one, definitely mm-hmm. don't go by social media because oh, everybody's yeah, life is just perfection. Mm-hmm. That's why I just kind of taken myself out of Facebook because I'm so tired of seeing everyone's perfect life on Facebook. And I'm right. like, 
girl, I just talked to you yesterday. You're calling your husband all kinds of things. I'm like, I don't, I just think that's not appropriate. So, but. you know, that person who like puts everything out, but the other person doesn't. So then they start comparing like, gosh, they keep posting pics of them, you know, out at the beach every weekend. And my husband's here, you know, just grilling all the time. Well, that's great. You don't know if their <laughs> husband grills, you know what I mean? Like right. little things, you know what I mean? Like don't compare. So you start comparing, yes. then you lose focus on what's in front of you 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 lose that you lose all the great things that your loved one's doing for you yes. because you're trying to compare with somebody else and you have no clue so that's why gabrielle union and Dwayne. that's a good one and you know what and kudos to her because gosh she has three kids yeah she has so this no is the reverse because usually yeah. men come and yes. meet us and with he, three kids and they his children love her now they have one of their own yes. I believe they're they're young and he's one years old one year, but yeah. yeah but it's really good i like that another one that i wanted to um talk about is what Dwayne Wade says he says Gabrielle is her own boss and has her own career her own bank account and all that as she should mm -hmm. yeah Wade also says that Union has Union has created her own life within their marriage and it has allowed him to live his life and be me he's like mm -hmm. I can be me she's her she doesn't try to stop my growth or change who I am Wade says Wade said simple things like watching movies all day at home and going for lunches are keys to having a good marriage. Money doesn't keep you connected, he told People Magazine. It's like once you've got money so you can blah, blah, blah. No, that's not that. It's the simple things that you can do for free that will keep you connected with someone. Mm -hmm. So then he you know, talks about how, you know, he was how he got into UCLA and how he was eating like ramen and all that stuff. And, you know, Gabrielle, mm -hmm. you know, she is um, older. Yeah, she's older. Yeah, she's older. She already had a career or whatever. But what he's trying to say is that they, they didn't, it wasn't based on her career and his career. They're still their own people, their own, you know, person within their marriage. Mm -hmm. But then but, still. But that is key. I mean, it that is, is key, key because I, I don't like when I'm hanging out with friends who can't do anything without, you know, calling their other or break plans because of their other and i'm like no be your per be who you are as you've always been and that person should just add to your life and that's exactly what's saying it's the simple free things that's going to keep your marriage going and like, i i saw her on good morning america a few weeks ago mm -hmm. and, and and i will tell you i was like super impressed because she was like oh yeah during this quarantine we've we've gone running together we exercise together you know yes we get on each other's nerves but you know, then we're like, okay, get over it. Let's go on. It's lunchtime, you know? And so, you know, so I, it looks like again, and you guys know that I, I, I say this all the time. It looks like they like each other. Like they're actually friends and they like each other, you know? Mm -hmm. So that is, it's, it's huge. I mean, that's, that's what I'm looking for. I want somebody that I like, that I want to hang out with, that I'm friends with mm -hmm. and, you know, so on. So I, I saw her in Good Morning America and she was really talking about him. Like she really, really, yes. you know, liked him. So. Mm -hmm. So big awesome. thing. Yeah, big thing in your marriage and your relationship. Don't compare your marriage and relationship mm -hmm. to everybody else. Focus mm -hmm. on your happiness. And when you're with that somebody, think about it. Like everything that we have, if we didn't have it right now, could I still be with this person? What can right. we, would we like to go for a walk? Would we like to go for a jog, yeah. go to movies, hiking, whatever it be. Those are always my keys. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I like that. That was cute. All right, listeners, now we're moving on to today's dating relationship topic. But before we get to that, I do want to announce that we have had some feedback from some listeners and we will be making a few minor adjustments to our agenda. And we will be adding a segment called 
relationship realities where we are going to give you some fun facts about relationships, online dating, etc. So we'll be bringing that to you in the next couple of episodes. So that's going to be exciting. You yes. guys. What yes. do you think? I oh love it. And thank you listener for reaching out to us. Um, that's what's going to, yes, it put me into a lot of research last night. Yes. Oh so it was really awesome. great. Keep those, that feedback coming and those comments coming. And don't forget that if you're listening on the anchor app, there is a message button on the lower right hand corner that you can press and leave us an actual voicemail. And we may play it on one of our upcoming podcasts. All right, so today's dating relationship topic is, as I mentioned earlier, Oprah Magazine did an article where they looked at online dating and they came up with five online dating tips that every woman needs to live by. Oh, God. Yes, I know. Exciting, exciting. Can I I put this in like March? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. It's going to be October already. I know. Can you guys believe that? No, I can't. I can't. It's going to be. It's already October. Oh, that's right. Is oh it already? Gosh. Oh my gosh. We are the time going to October already. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thanks, Vera. Ah, so yeah, time is flying. Can you believe it? All right. So again, Oprah Magazine. So here's what they said. This is how the article started. So when you get a chance after today's podcast, if you want to look this up, it is online. You know, we do research for our podcast. And it started with this. It says, once upon a time, internet dating was a vaguely embarrassing pursuit. We, who wanted to be one of those lonely hearts trolling the single bars of cyberspace? These days, however, um, people just do that on the regular. And it, today, there, it is estimated that one third of marrying couples in the U.S. met online. Wow, oh one third. So one out of three married couples. It could be online. me soon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. And it I says, probably already swiped left on him. Please oh <laughs> rematch. <laughs> and it says as many as fifteen percent of American adults have used dating apps and sites. And then it kind of brought up. Remember when Martha Stewart got on Match in twenty thirteen? Yes. I thought that was hilarious. I didn't know that. Yes. What? So she was doing a. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like a some kind of. Uh, promotional whatever but she did get she on did. that she, she did. did a profile in 2013 and it it reminded us here that she put quote she was looking for quote lover of animals grandchildren and the outdoors look oh. at that Martha Stewart you know what we can have her on our show and see what her experiences are like on Match, <laughs> yeah, right in 2013 and, and other yes. celebrities too I mean like who's the oh, one that did, um, um the Tiffany Haddish really did Bumble I didn't know that either. Yes. We need to bring that to this yeah. podcast and research that. Yes. I didn't know that. I just mm-hmm. knew about Martha Stewart yeah. and she always she always blurts it out. She says she says what's on her mind. So she did Bumble too. Wow. Wow, I didn't know that. That's and actually she's still on Bumble. Really? <laughs> just saw her. I watch a lot of TV, I'm sorry. <laughs> there I was watching one show and there was a comedian, I don't remember which what her name is, but um she was doing and I don't remember which dating app, but she was on uh uh one of the uh I don't know if it was the view or something and she was talking about doing online dating and they asked her well do men realize who you are she goes some do and some don't no. it just depends mm-hmm. and i thought wow how interesting even yeah. celebrities are yep. out there doing mm-hmm. online dating they're busy yep, uh, they yeah are. exactly okay. all right so oprah magazine decided to um get the uh kind of like professional assistance if you will so they had their director of o style features holly carter kind of turned to a pro for this article and they started with how to get better at online dating. So um, this Holly Carter, who apparently works for Oprah magazine, she said that seven years ago she had signed up for match. And this is what it says, quote, 
but I never took it seriously. For me, online dating is like exercise. At the end of the day, it's just easier to watch TV. Then she says, quote, but at 44, I start to realize that if I want a companion before social security kicks in, (laughs) she's like, I have to leave the couch. So I needed a trainer, someone who could help me focus. Okay. So what she did was she um, hired Damona Hoffman, who's a dating coach and host of the Dates and Mates podcast. And hopefully we can have uh, Damona Hoffman on our podcast. And she promises rapid results. And she told... This Holly down. Carter, yes, write it down, Damona Hoffman, uh, Dates and Mates podcast, and she said that, you know what, you'll get rapid, rapid results if you just follow what she calls, quote, a few tough love rules. Okay. All right, I'm ready. ready, I'm ready, ready. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm writing it. I'm going to tell you guys, when I read this first one, I was kind of like, hmm. So her first thing is, treat it like it's your job. Oh. oh. I have to say, I don't think I ever really treat it like it's my Me job. Either. It was either. more just like a brain break kind of. That's what she says. So I'm oh, what she oh, says. She? Oh. It was like when I'm bored. Yeah. yeah. So she says, the first thing Hoffman tells me, because remember, this is Holly mm-hmm. Carter from Oprah Magazine saying that Hoffman told her was, quote, this takes time and attention. I want you to be on the site at least three hours a week. Oh, yes. Gosh. Right. If you think about it and then. Then Holly Carter says, "Uh uh-oh, that's three episodes of The Sinner. And what she's saying is that you have to think (laughs) about it like a job. So you have to take time and pay attention to it. And then from there, she talks about what does that involve? So one of the things that she talks about is about your profile. We're going to start with that. This is what Hoffman says. Three quarters of the profile should be about you. And the other quarter should be about what you want in a mate. Okay, so she says, um, you have to be specific here. The goal is not to attract everyone, it's to find the one. Okay. And how many times do we say that? Like, we're going to attract a lot of people, but they may not all work out for us. She says, we, we come up with, quote, my ideal match is someone who loves family, has an opinion on current events, and can hold his own at a cocktail party on a Friday night, then chill with me on a lazy Saturday. The final touch is a headline that sums up my approach to life, like a personal slogan. Hoffman suggests, quote, family, kindness, friends, faith. That's what I value most. And then she says, hmm, I'm spiritual and go to church, but faith sounds a little heavy, so she swapped it for fun. So, you know, she's just kind of saying pay attention to your profile. Like, treat it like, hey, this is a job I need to make. I'm putting my resume out there, right? So I have to, like, you know, make my profile one quarter about me. And the other three quarters about me and the other quarter about the other person. So what do you guys think about that? Okay, I think I think mine does that on, on Bumble. I think I think I do that because okay. I, I am pretty specific about, you know, myself and what I like. And then I am pretty specific about what I kind of am looking for. Um, but I still you'll you're still going to get those people that are like, well, what are you, are mm-hmm. you looking for? And I'm like, I, it says right there. I'm looking for a kind person. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a, you know, somebody who can make me laugh. Um, and I don't know if it'll go to marriage, but we'll just see, you know. So, and I put that on there. Yeah. So, I don't like when people ask me because then that means you didn't read it. I was just going to say, then you go back to men who don't read your profile, which you know, is what? One you, of our red flags. Or, you didn't read uh-huh, it. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. so that does kind of upset me, but it's, it's fine. You know, I'll, I'll get over it. But, yeah, I do put... Uh, quite a bit about myself 
And then, yeah, the last few things I do put about what I am looking for. I don't need an overly religious person, but yeah, I'd like somebody who just at least believes in God. So usually for myself, anybody who does not, then I don't swipe on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a personal thing. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good at that one. Yeah. I will say that for me, I didn't, I never, I don't think I've ever given three hours of a week. Mm-mm. So that was kind of like, whoa, to me, there's times I may have given three hours, but the next week I didn't give it any hours. It was just like, like you said, I might be bored, but really it was just kind of swiping through it. Hmm. Like if I'm at a doctor's office, right. or I'm on a plane. Yeah. 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 So what do you guys think about her saying treat it like it's your job? Right? I, I I mean, I didn't see it that way till just recently. I did uh, speak with someone, and so the way they, they were treating like a job. They said every morning when they woke up after they went for their run and stuff, they sat down and they went through their digging apps for like, they, they dedicated maybe 10, 15 minutes just kind of going through it, and they put it away, and the next time they went back, it was after work while they had downtime to see if there was any matches because that person said, you you know, if you just do it like every other, you're like, whatever, just randomly throughout the day, you have a quick break. You're just fat. You just find yourself on it all the time. And that person said, I already have a job and dating is another job. So I cannot just be on it all the time. I Mm. have to set time aside. Like I set time for my work. Like I set time for dates. I have to set time for swiping well, because it's too it, much and it well, gets overwhelming. You still have to think about it. I mean, it's like, I mean, it, it kind of now it makes sense. It's like, well, I'm looking for somebody to spend my life with or some time with. Why wouldn't I invest? Okay. The other one that the dating coach had was pics on your profile. <laughs> Hoffman, this is what the, the person for Oprah magazine said. Hoffman looked at my photos and she nixed the corporate headshot and mirror selfie. Quote, this is what Hoffman said. You want to look natural and inviting. Mirror selfies often give off an air of vanity. She says the best profile shots feature the three C's. Color, vibrant shades, especially red, grab attention. Context, pics that involve your hobbies like travel or say clog dancing, whatever that is. (laughs) And character, something quirky or funny like you in your Halloween costume. For the main photo, we do a closed headshot where I'm smiling into the camera. For the others, we do one of me outside in a green dress. One where I'm wearing something sparkly and another where I'm standing on an escalator. This doesn't reveal much about me besides my aversion to stairs. That's a little joke. But it is a full body shot, which Hoffman totally recommends because they want you want to avoid first date surprises. So yes. guess what, guys? We don't want to be surprised by our first date, and then we don't want to be surprised. Agreed on all that. Yeah, I thought those were Agreed good as well. Agreed on all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were good. Okay, so now let me tell you some tips that they gave. So these were interesting because I think we've done a few of these. So one of the tips is, ready? Mm-hmm. Married daters are more common than we'd like to think, says dating coach Laurel House. True that. Mm-hmm. Host of the podcast, The Man Whisper. This is her tip. A little pre-date due diligence is smart. Do a Google image search for this photo to see if it links to a Facebook or Instagram account. This can also protect you not only from married people, but from scam artists. So I will have to say out of the three queen bees here, I do know someone sitting at this table who does that. And that (laughs) is Vera. I do not. I know, but Vera does. Vera, tell us why you do that. I do do that. Yes, I do. Because I have, um, there's a lot of scammers out there. 
and there are no, some... but I want to believe that there's not. Well, there is. There is. You know what I mean? And I have uh. to think about my safety and think about what I want. And so I do. And I don't mind if they do it too and they try to find me. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I have nothing to hide. But I have matched with someone and they tell me that they're divorced and it turned out that they're still married. And so I do have to look for those things. I know it's bad, right? No, I actually like it. it. I mean, when but you started telling me you did it, I was like, okay. And or, so you started telling me you did it, I had, I would have never even thought about it. Or, you know, I'll do the search and their profile on their dating app does not match the one on their recent Facebook or Instagram. You're like, what in the world happened? Well, then I look and then their dating app profile was like back in 2015. <laughs> Like, yeah. people are going to like you for who you are. Don't be ashamed on how you look today. Yes. Be and recent. It, put a recent pic. I put a recent pic, you know? And so I expect the same thing. Yeah. You don't need to say, well, in 2015 is the way I looked. And, well, I look like this now because blah, blah. No, yeah. no, no. Just put your recent now. And the one who's interested in you will take the time and give you their time. Mm-hmm. And like you like you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's another tip that they gave, and I like this one because we actually do this one. So everyone, all you listeners, the three queen bees here, we do this. Tip, whenever you meet someone for this first time, drop a pin and let a friend know where you are. We already do that. 100% because at the end, safety, safety, safety is first. Do not put your guard down on your first meet and greet or date, whatever you choose to call it, because he was nice. Or right. she was mm-hmm. nice. Everybody's over, nice. No. Yeah. Yeah. Please do that, ladies. Because this is, yeah. you know, a play from ladies' perspective. Please share your location mm-hmm. with the girlfriend. So another tip I want to share with you, which is one of my favorites, was... Ready for this, guys? Mm-hmm. Okay. Try to appreciate the bad dates. The craziest ones are your best stories. Hey! hey! I like that one. Yes, I, I do. do. I do, too. I do, too. You I know do. what? We really need to, even though it's a bad date, let's just try at the end of the night to see the positive. Positivity. Right. Lessons learned. We Lessons always talk about learned. that. Absolutely. Great story over wine. Mm-hmm. Right? It's Letting our girlfriends know. Mm-hmm. Ladies, as y'all know, I'm OCD. So the next time we ever get together, I'm going to bring you, I have a list that literally has the names of my subjects mm-hmm. and what happened during these bad dates and why they were bad dates. I literally have a list. Oh, It's an Excel sheet. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm OCD. I'm okay, sorry. we'll see. That goes yeah. exactly with this tip, right? Mm-hmm. So, listeners, if you get a chance, read the whole article online. It's at uh, Oprah Mag, Five Online Dating Tips Women Should Live By. I really enjoyed it. I think all of you will as well. So, thanks mm-hmm. for listening. And now we have come to the part of the show we'd like to call the Bumble Diaries, where your host, Jean, provides you with her personal experiences and stories from the dating app world. So, we're turning it over to you, Jean. So, here goes. This is from actually early, early um, April this year, 2020. Okay, so here we go. So I was both excited and a bit nervous about my first virtual date. I had never done this before, but of course with COVID, this is what it had come to. My first date with blank, blank, blank. <laughs> we'll leave it. We'll leave names, uh, of course, out of here. Um, or was of course very crazy for me. I'm not even a person who FaceTimes. So again, this was one of those things. We had agreed to FaceTime at 7 p.m. 
he had actually sent me a gift card for myself to get dinner wherever I wanted. Um, it was a DoorDash gift card, and he said he would call me at 7 p.m. and we would be Zooming. So I literally got ready. I combed my hair. I put perfume on. I got a pretty blouse to wear. I got my shorts on. And don't ask me why I did all this, but I did. So, moving on. It was awesome when he called me. I He was actually, I did not know that because he did not tell me, but it actually made me feel more special because he was actually at a friend's ranch out oh, of town okay. amongst friends. And he actually went inside of the ranch to take this call. And as soon as I found out that he was with his friends, I told him, there is no need for us to talk right now. Please go and have a good time with your friends. But he insisted. So we talked for about 30, 35 minutes and just kind of found out a little bit about each other. As it turned out, what had actually caught my attention about him and him to me was that we both were from the same hometown. Mm -hmm. So that was what prompted our our meet up our virtual or whatever it is our, our match so anyways so what made this really really fun was that he actually took the phone he asked my permission first and he actually took the phone outside um but before he did he asked me if i wanted to meet his friends if that was okay with him and i said sure why not so he went outside and i proceeded to meet a group of six gentlemen sitting around a campfire all looking rather rugged and <laughs> country music playing in the background. So, of course, they then started giving him a hard time because of the online dating thing. This was a group of all married men. Oh, so they gave him a little bit of a hard time about that? Yeah, so he was the only single guy left in the bunch. So, with the country music playing in the back, I could hear them giving him a hard time. And then a country song came out, and I could hear them telling my friend, um, if she knows who sings this song, you should marry her. So then he put the phone next to the the speak whatever the music, and I did know the song. Oh, okay. And it was an old old country song. And don't even ask me how I knew that country song. Hey, we're from Texas. But we're from Texas. I knew that country right. song, mm -hmm. and so after that, it was hilarious. So that was one of my, you know, very 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 first first virtual dates. And it was perfect. Wow. All right, listeners, we are now at the part of our show we like to call Deal Breaker or Red Flag. Hmm. All right, so as we're doing research, we found this article article called Online Dating During the Coronavirus, Three Red Flags to Look For. But your queen bees, as we discussed this, right, this could apply even outside of coronavirus, what we found out. Don't you guys think? Mm -hmm. So we're going to read these to you. So the first one was titled Hurt People, Hurt People. So it says, quote, if you encounter someone who is newly separated, divorced, or is a new widow or widower that hasn't healed or dealt with their recent separation, you should avoid dating them. And the article goes on to say that, quote, I do not care if they told you that their marriage was over be before it was over or how much they've grieved. 
Okay, so it says that these folks do have a hard time being alone. So you really do need to watch out for them. So they said this was a red flag. Now, I will say mm. my dating history, I did date uh, uh, someone who lost their spouse. And Jean remembers this. And uh, it, it was it was difficult, not because, you know, of them or anything, but it was just this kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. with a ghost? Yes, yes. What? Living with a ghost. Yes. And you know what? You did tell me that when I, I was dating him, him, right? Yep. Because it was always this comparison. Yes. Mm-hmm. She would tell me, and I'm like, you're, you're never going to, he's never going to stop. Yeah. She said, you're, you're like living with a ghost. I forgot about that. Yes. And Gene wow. is the one that said, I don't know if he's really, truly grieved. I remember you mm-hmm. said that. And we, mm-hmm. we ended up, I had to just move mm-hmm. on because wow. it was, that's what the difficult mm-hmm. part was about it. So for me, that started you liked him. I did but, like him. Yeah. But you're right. It was like living with a ghost. So for yeah. me, that was a red flag. Now it's a deal breaker. I feel like I need to know like how long it's been. And then I, I, if it's too short for me, mm-hmm. that's for me. I, I, I really have to move on because I've already had that experience. So that's for me with widower. Divorced or separated. Again, if you're separated, I'm probably going to wait till you're divorced. Divorced, it's, it's, it's still a red flag. That's not a deal breaker. But the widow, widower to me. It's a whole different ball game yeah. compared to divorce. To me, those are two different things. Yeah. So anyway, that's me. So I don't know if Vera, you want to go next, Jean? I've never experienced the um, the widow, widower, so I will not uh, speak on that. But as far as uh, divorce or re- you know separated, I, well, for me, I do not date somebody who's just separated. You know, when it comes to divorce, if nope. they just recently divorced within a month or so, I it's a deal breaker for me. Not that I mean. What I mean by deal breaker is, okay, we won't at this time. If we cross paths later, it's great. But they do need, I feel, that they need to focus on themselves first. Mm-hmm. Because the mm-hmm. couple of times that I have given that option, whether I mean that that chance, whether it be they were divorced for only a month or they were only divorced for three months, they were just out to have, like, just fun and explore because they didn't know they were in this marriage for quite some time. Mm-hmm. That they didn't really know what they were looking for. They were just trying to fulfill what was absent in their marriage at the time. Good point. And I just couldn't. Like, it was just, I couldn't. Yeah. Not that they were a bad guy or nothing. They just weren't, they, they, for me, I don't think they were ready. So yeah. I wouldn't have been ready if I just recently, it was more like casual dating. I wasn't looking for a casual dating at that time. They were looking for fun and who they are and what they're looking for. And they're just like, well, just out there. That's a good point. You're right. So, what about well, you, Jean? Yeah. And as a, I mean, I was married for, and dating the same person since I was 18 so yeah for it, it was it was a it was a long time so for me I mean it took a while so when I met somebody right off the bat that had been married as long as I was um and I but by then I had already I guess been divorced a little bit longer than him and I really wanted kind of something else he was not ready because he did keep bringing that person up and I did have to keep hearing about like, like he would go, like, tell me, like, hey, I'm going to go play golf. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Have a great time. And then he'd be texting me the whole time, like, here's a picture. Here's a picture. We're here. We're on the eighth hole. And I'm like, okay, awesome. You don't need to be texting me. Aren't you having a great time? Like, have a – he's like, oh, it's because my ex-wife always wanted to play-by-play. And my mm-hmm. ex-wife would not let me go out with my boys. And my ex – and I'm like, okay, so we're just dating. And um, I don't know what happened there. But I'm not yet wife, so mm-hmm. so that told me 
he's not done with that yet. Yeah. So that for me was a red flag. That's a good one. Uh, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting on the fence still on it because that person is still kind of back and forth, you know, calling. All right, so red flag number two. It's They call it, quote, whirlwind romance. And it's the <laughs> article says, if you encounter someone who immediately starts making promises for marriage, commitment, <laughs> or meeting family early on in the relationship, run. This person is known as the world whirlwind relationship guy or gal. They are full of endorphins and the excitement of the newness of it all. However, as you venture down the road with this person, you will learn that they will expect you to compromise yourself and set aside your boundaries to fulfill their needs. And it goes on to say that these individuals are known to fall in love quickly and out of love just as quickly as they fell in. And in the end, they will disappear like Houdini. <laughs> um, whirlwind romance. Vera, talk to us. <laughs> so I've encountered a couple of gentlemen that I've dated, you know, over the years that have done the whirlwind romance, and one of them I did fall for early on, right after uh, my divorce, and he was doing exactly that, saying everything I wanted to hear, focused on commitment right away, focused on marriage right away. And yeah, I agree. You need to run because he turned out to be kind of crazy. And then when things were boring for him, he just was always upset all the time. Mm -hmm. And I ended up telling him, I don't want to do this anymore. And then he was the one that was surprised. I'm like, well, you always seem bored when you're not having your way. And it was like, oh yeah, well, I still want it this way. It was very controlling. Like that's what I found. Like when they come off very much right away about, things they tend to be controlling that's been my experience but i don't know about you guys okay so all jokes aside i just around my girlfriend so i'm like oh he's the one blah 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 but i would never say that to the person i'm dating i'm just playing around with them i with actually have you um quoted in one of our episodes what did i say uh, you yes. were pregnant that you're, <laughs> oh, and you're, you're a stroller and the van and the minivan <laughs> Yeah, if somebody were to come up to me and say, oh, my God, I think you're the one, I'd be like, oh, no, like, you need to know me. Like, Yeah, especially, like, when you're on date two or three, and no. you're like, mm -mm. I think you're the one. It's mm -mm. like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. No, I've never done that. Now, do we that. think that has something to do with, with um, perhaps, age, or we at, or we're at in our life? You know what? That is a good point, because I'm going to tell you guys a story. My yeah. mother has a friend in her 80s, or actually, no, she was in her 70s, and her husband was in her 80s on the first date. They did tell each other, I don't want to be alone. And they, she said, I don't want to be alone. And they got married. And they pretty much were talking about it on their first date. And they're still married to this day. Now she's in her 80s and he's in his 90s. Mm -hmm. So maybe it does make a difference on age. I think it could because I've matched with a couple of people. And I appreciate the men who are straightforward. Mm -hmm. But these are the men that know exactly what they want and yeah. what they're looking for. I okay. want a relationship, and my whole end game at the end is hopefully marriage. So I don't want to waste anybody's time. So what is it you're looking for? Is it looking for casual dating? No, money. Oh, okay. Are you into this? Are you, like you ask a lot of questions because they're already doing like trade as a job. They're doing their pre-interview. Yes. You know, you know and what? then yeah. yes, and I will stay. I'll tell them like oh. you know what, I appreciate that, but yeah, you're right. I'm not at that point yet. 
and they say thank you no problem but that's what i'm looking for i wish you the best and then they unmatch me i have Which met a lot of researchers mm-hmm. lately and uh, a little bit older than me who are like this is what i'm looking for if you are going to continue to keep dating you're not what i want so thank you bye yeah. and, ah, and i appreciate that because okay. you know what they're already they're in their um early 50s mid 50s and they are not looking to keep dating so right. They want to get a serious girlfriend. They want to get married. They want to move on with the show. And I don't know that I'm there yet. Right, wow. and that's good too. So know. I have had yeah. that. I've that's, had that happen a lot lately. That's mm-hmm. mind blowing because, as you know, I was dating a man who was in his 80s. And <laughs> <laughs> true story. True story. Unfortunately, it is a true story. It's a true story. Inside the Hive listeners, we thought it would be great if we shared some of our behind-the-scenes recording outtakes and bloopers with you. So right before we end, so it really wasn't the ending, we're going to share a couple of outtakes with you. Hope you enjoy them, and see you next week on Wednesday. We're in a fancy place, ladies. We're in a fancy place. That's right. Class it up, witches. Class it up. Class it up. I feel like a commercial's coming up, so I'm starting over. Ready? Yes. A lot of positives during this time, right? Yes. But a lot of negatives during this time. But it's about the positives. <laughs> it's the, all about the vibes. The, you're in the no lady. People, I just want y'all to know that while we were like doing this little segment, Mira is over there saying that the music is too loud. Yes. And FYI, everybody, Mira is the youngest one at this table. Allegedly, allegedly. Concentrate. Jean, 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 and G 
here over here partying it up and the youngest person at the it table is Vera. It's sets of all. Girl, let's go. Alright, Orlando Bloom. I didn't right. know they were together by the way, just oh, I got it. <laughs>